This episode of Super Legit brought to you by an earnest promise to get better microphones in future episodes, space stamps, and listeners like you. Welcome to the Super Legit Podcast. Uh, I am Jet Kaufman. We can afford me. We have a, a group of pretty impressive people around me. And by around me, I am talking in their own homes very, very far from me because we are still quarantining. Let's start with uh, Chris Compton. Uh, hey, Chris Compton, what's your mother's maiden name? It is... Uh, I can only... My mnemonic is to list out all my credit card numbers. First one, I'm ready at any time. I'm four, recording. three, five, four. Nine seven three two eight four six two zero zero one. Great. All right. Oh, that's my social security. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Uh, We've got Michael Hyman here. Michael Hyman, how many teeth is too many teeth? Um, the when you when you when you're biting on something and you can bite into a tooth, that's too many teeth. I like it. All right. Uh, Stephen C. James is here from the beginning of the show for us this time. Stephen C. James, what is the one thing that never, ever belongs in a pie? Oh, um, I would say human fingers. Mm, gotta disagree with you on that one. Okay, all right. All right. Controversial. Uh, we've got Chris Compton up next. No, we already did Chris Compton. Chris Sanders, so many Chris's. It's just two. It's just two Chris's. That's Too all we many. have is the two. But it's just, it, my brain, ADHD it just gets overwhelmed so fast, and two is a huge number for me. In fact, two teeth was the answer. It was the correct answer to too many teeth was two. Also disagree. Uh, speaking of two, Chris Sanders, if two can be as lonely as one, why do we even bother to wash the dirty cup that's been next to the sink for the last week? Well, because your wife will get on your ass about it. At least mine Fair will. Fair enough. All right. I mean, he answered it. Like, I don't leave dirty cups by the sink for a week fuck is wrong with you gosh we live very different lives and last up i think because again numbers right now not my thing josh spence we've got josh spence here josh spence aren't you glad i didn't say banana i am glad you didn't say banana and on behalf of pod chicken which is a subsidiary uh who sponsors us today uh think of pods and chickens instead of bananas that's all i gotta say love it love it uh callbacks are my jam all right, guys. Um, so we're we're gonna we're gonna try not to be topical, although I think we can, uh, can kind of <laughs> lean on something a little bit just because it seems like a really good uh, jumping off. Point. I have something topical. Oh, okay. All right. Barber shops were finally open yesterday. Barber shops. I, however, almost ran a drug deal last week to get a black market haircut. Scary. Wow. So I have a friend at work who goes. Uh, Comes in Monday, really nice haircut. I was like, dude, where did you get that haircut? He's like, oh, I know somebody who knows somebody. Can't tell you about it. I was like, well, if you tell me about it, I'm willing to pay a little extra because I understand the times that we're living in. He goes, let me see what I can do. Two weeks. Listen to that privilege. Right? Two weeks go by. You don't hear anything. I get a text at 1130 at night, right before I'm about to go to bed. My buddy Ray, he goes, hey, my guy will see you tomorrow. Bring 40 bucks cash, okay? He doesn't do credit cards. Okay, sure. Okay, okay, okay. 
So we're going the whole day. I'm like, hey, man, I'm excited to get this haircut. He's like, stop talking about it, okay? I don't want people to know <laughs> that you're getting a haircut, okay? Just just let it happen, okay? It's it's a thing. Okay, sure. So I'm not talking about it. Sends me a text around noon. He goes, here's the deal. Here's the address. Park across the street at the hotel. You're going to walk across. When you start walking across, here's the number you want to text. Stand in front of this building. They'll ID you with a camera. Knock three times, and they'll let you in. <laughs> so I sit in front of the place, looked at the camera, knocked three times, finally got let in, getting a haircut. Every five minutes, they stop cutting my hair. They have like, uh, like four or five different cameras outside the building. You know, you can change the direction on them. They're looking for cops. I was like, wow, you guys seem pretty jumpy. He's like, oh, no, we got raided yesterday, so we got to make sure we keep everything on the low. Wow. And I'm, like, and I'm sitting here like I'm a big old fat guy in a barbershop chair with like Oh you're still talking about barbershop. I really thought we switched over to drugs. No man, this is all <laughs> a haircut. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like he, he did a really good job and he did like a shave, so I have like shaving cream on my face. I have like, you know, the haircut guard on and I'm in a chair. If we get raided Super my friend, come, come here, come here. Get, come closer, my friend. You, you, sir, come here. Yeah? You, you look like a, you look like someone who needs hamster. You need hamster? That's what I'm here for. All right. Yes, I, at the moment I look in your eyes, which is hard with the, the, the mask that you wear. It, it covers the entire face. But uh, the moment I look in your eyes, I say, this man has hamster-shaped hole in life. Yeah, yeah, uh... I, I guess that's the nice way to put it. Uh, I didn't realize, I mean, we're in a weird back alley. I didn't know that we needed to still speak in innuendo, but sure, yeah, I got a hamster-shaped hole in my life. Uh, right. Anyways, you got them hamsters. I got them hamsters. Well, I don't have the hamsters here because that would be, that would be dangerous and foolish of me. I could get raided, lose my entire hamster supply. It's very expensive. But do you follow me? Now, hold on. Hold right, on. I'm not sure if we're still on innuendo or not, but uh, a hamster raid would be cool. I didn't bring the cash for that. Not rave. Raid. Yeah, yeah, raid. Yeah. Ra- rave is, hamster rave is completely different. No, hamster rave, I mean, if you buy enough hamsters, you have hamster rave, and I, I have the supply. So you want hamster rave with a V, you give me enough money, I give you all the hamsters you need. Look, I, I even have a cash. small Bluetooth boombox for you and everything. You get the sound going. Hamsters <sighs> go rave, rave, rave. Very happy experience. Look, things are really difficult right now, all right? I'm one of millions of unemployed. Uh, I only gathered enough cash for a single hamster. It's, it's, it's really just a one-way ticket here. This is fine. This is fine. You, you don't need to explain yourself to me. You know, I, I supply hamsters to people who need them. There's no judgment here, all right? We all have our, our vices in life. Mine is selling the hamsters. Yours is buying the hamsters. It's fine. Right. Yeah, Franklin right. the hamster guy. That's, you know, that's what people call you. This is what people call me? Yeah, Franklin the hamster hey, Franklin, guy. Franklin, is this guy cool or not? Is he cool? Is, this, uh, is he cool? Is this guy cool? Thank you. I, I, I'm about to check. I, I appreciate your due diligence here. Is, uh, lift, lift your shirt. Lift your shirt. Yes, I'm the muscle, so let me know if this guy's cool. If not, I can fuck him up. Just let me know. Yes, wait, I gotta, wait, wait, cool? lift, lift my hey, shirt. Hey, dude, are you cool? Look, I'm not. Are you cool? Dude? I'm, I'm really cool. Are you kidding? I, like, I buy hamsters 
on the black market. I mean, that's a cool thing, absolutely. There's nothing cooler than buying hamsters, but we got to make sure you, you, you're you not uh, wearing a wire or an undercover cop. Yeah, you know, if you are a cop, you have to kiss me. So uh, tell me, you have to tell me. Right, yeah, yeah, no. But wait a, wait a minute, uh, it, same goes for you. If you're, you're a cop, you got to tell me, because where did you come from, muscle? Oh, uh, role well, reversal I was here. waiting there behind the corner where muscle hides. Muscle hides because muscle does not want to be seen until muscle is needed. Is this... You were taking forever talking about hamster this, hamster that. I was like, I might need to muscle this guy unless he's a cop, which if he was, he would have to tell me. Okay, look, Franklin, I just got to say, this dude seems like he has a bit of a put-on accent. You sure gonna, he's not a yeah. cop? I'm going to say, uh, you bring up an interesting point. Brutus, you've, you've worked with me for, what, a week now? Yes, I, I'm the new muscle, yes. Yes, you are. After, after the old muscle, uh, uh, he disappeared rather mysteriously. We, we have to admit that. It's just one day here, well, next day I, just a, a hamster-shaped say. hole in the ground. Hey, boss, real quick, just want you to know, hey, uh, uh, I'm going to be gone probably for the next month or so, so you'll need to get some new muscle. Just, you know, don't forget that I'm telling you right now I'm leaving, okay? I'm sorry. I was I was thinking about hamsters. What was that? Okay, bye. Oh, you're gone. I mean, I remember you telling me that story. It was very mysterious the way he left. Yes, yes. And then you just show up. And you've been great. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't want to take that away from you, Brutus. You've been fantastic at the job so far, top notch. But well, thank you, thank it's, you. It's a little mysterious how you See, just show the up. The problem is not Franklin. It's not between me and you, right? We have had, you know, over 144 hours to develop this relationship. It's this guy, right? It's this guy. This is it's Mister. Come out to the blue and debate whether or not a hamster is a good bit. Yeah, Mr. Cool Man wants to divide us, not Look, unite us. I just us. need a hamster to put up my butthole again, please. Oh, oh, I, oh dear. Oh. I, I said no judgment oh. here, but uh, I like I the hamster. like a pet for his kid. Yeah. Wait, that's what... yeah, these are, we we care for these hamsters. I mean, How do you I have muscle, but I have heart. hole in my life. What else would it be? Oh my god. No, it was pure metaphor. Ooh, You're going why would very I get a well hamster with to put that. up yeah. my kid's butthole. What is wrong with oh, my security? No, the hamster would be a pet for your kid. Like he runs on a wheel, he eats little sunflower seeds and, yeah. and corn kernels, you know? Sharpens his teeth on, on a eats fries and burgers and no, stuff. No, he doesn't eat the, sunflower the, seeds. The hamster what is wrong with you? The great have, do you hamsters are often pets. I mean in many cultures, sometimes guinea pigs are food. I am not sure where this whole up the butt thing comes from. That that would be a very terrible experience for both you and the hamster, sir. But I think we've established one thing: you are not a cop. You are not a cop. Definitely no, not a cop. This is true. Yeah, I we but what we that. have now revealed is, I'm the cop on the ground. Oh God damn it again! Wait, why? Why me? <laughs> Legit. I love how often that trope of like, oh, you gotta tell me if you're a cop, even though that we all know. <laughs> Is a hundred percent not true, <laughs> but we go to it all the time. I think Breaking Bad has yeah. the best version of that ever because they have that yes. amazing <laughs> opening scene where where he calls out the the the, the, the guy he suspects on every detail. It's like that you know that Foral truck down the street that's clearly uh clearly an FBI truck. You know this you know, this vehicle over here that's an obvious plant. You couldn't look any more obvious than you can. And they go through this whole thing and then they finally narrow down to that bullshit. 
you know, if I'm a cop, I have to tell you I'm a cop. Ask if I'm a cop. Are you a cop? No, I'm not a cop. All right, here's the meth. And then both trucks pull up and everything is called perfectly. <laughs> Super. Hi, man. Get in my office. Have a seat. What's up? Look, we came up to the system together. All right. I'm happy to have you on by squad. I'm happy to give you the case you want. But you can't tell people you're a cop. No matter how proud you are, stop telling people you're a cop. They want to know. The people want to know. And who am I to deprive them of that knowledge? We've gone over this a million times. It, it's 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 part of pop culture to are you a cop? You don't you don't have to actually tell them you're a uh, cop. But think how big how fun it is to observe subvert those expectations. They're like, all right, I'm going to ask if he's going to cop. No asking. All telling. While I believe it is great to subvert expectations, hell, I love throwing a surprise birthday party. You're on the clock. You're doing a job. We're trying to free some hamsters here, man. You delay the case every single time and tell them, hey, my name's Hyman and I'm a cop. I mean, you know I've got a personal code. I believe in the rule of law and, and being the most upright moral citizen you can. I can't lie to these people. Look, I, I know your code of, like, we got to be honest 100% of the time. That's how we develop friendship. That's great. But again, you're not trying to be friends with these guys, okay? Oh. We're trying to catch these perps, man. We're trying to put them behind bars. You're not trying to be friends with these guys? No, why would I? I mean, I got a lot of hamsters. I mean, who doesn't want to be friends? <sighs> it sounds like you're really frustrated by this. I am frustrated by this. It's... I'm, this is the case you want, right? You're like, yes. put, me, put, yes. me on, put me on hamster bias. Please. I came in when this came across the desk, and I slammed my hand down on the table yeah. so put me on that case. I want it. You threw your badge at me. Threatened yeah. to quit if you didn't get this job. And I gave it well, to you. And you said you'd deliver, I, yeah. okay? But I'm going to deliver my way. But look, just because I'm getting Facebook friend requests from all of these people, putting me part of this hamster community, that's not... It's not delivery. You're getting in. You're getting close. We can, you know, come at this. You know, the dragon has two heads, that shit, man. Come on. I don't... I, I, I don't understand. Like, I'm doing everything to get in there, to get ingratiate myself to them, to become part of their circle, to know where, you know, where the hamsters are coming from. Why are you trying to put up roadblocks for me at every turn? I guess the main issue I'm having is not only... Are you saying you're a cop? You're giving your name. You're giving them gun information. But you're telling them when the next stops are coming. You can't give away that information, Mike. Excuse me, Sarge. I just brought your coffee to you. Here you go, sir. Thank you. By the way, I'm, I'm vegan. <laughs> Seems legit. Seems super legit. And see. <laughs> see... You know, you know, you uh, you know, you nailed a, a movie or a TV show when you finally get to say the name of the show in the show. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the titular line is my favorite yeah. thing ever. Oh, when are we going to stop all of these Star Wars? <laughs> I I think it's especially gratifying in Broadway musicals, though. Because there's always a song attached to it, too. Oh, that's my favorite part of Angels in America. Like when they say Hamilton, when they finally say Hamilton and Hamilton. Oh, and you're waiting so long for the last It's name. the last line of the, the yeah. entire musical, too, but it's so satisfying. Mm -hmm. 
I hate these cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when they're like, boy, we sure are lame as a rock. I like it best when it's in an already bad movie. Mm. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then it's inserted like. Someone get oh, those hamsters. Oh. There's <laughs> right now. I've got, I've got a prime example of that. Um, my mom came to visit. This is 10 years ago. And I'm like, hey, mom, do you want to see a movie together? And she was like, yes. And I was like, what do you want? And she was like, Tyler Perry's Let's Get Married. Uh, why did I get married to? <laughs> by the way, which is a sequel. And it's spelled T-O-O, mm-hmm. right? Like who's so talking to. A, yeah. 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 It, it's, it's, it's not, it's just plain not a good movie. But then at the end, one of the more obnoxious characters uh, and the w- the couple, the husband says, why did I get married? And the wife says, why did I get married too? <laughs> and then there's also at that moment an earthquake, right? And so I lean over to my mom. It's a small earthquake. And I lean over to my mom and I say, well, mom, you just experienced your first earthquake. And she goes, okay, I know it's not good, but it's not that bad. <laughs> she didn't even notice the earthquake. She thought I was talking about the quality of the film. <laughs> I mean, at least half of that sentence was true. Uh, it, it's definitely not good. <laughs> the, what, what, the, the sad part is that they didn't include Tyler Perry Presents. Uh, yeah, if you yeah, say yeah. the name, you gotta say the whole name, guys. Does, does Tyler Perry exist in the world of all of Tyler Perry's films? Ooh. Um, no, though there is sort of an extended Tyler Perry universe in that the Medea character could show up at any time. <laughs> no oh, matter man, what. I would have loved to have seen Medea show up in one of his, like, super steamy, uh, cheating, scandalous movies. Like his anti-AIDS movie? Or his, um, his take when he was the Alex Cross character from, like, <laughs> Along Came a Spider. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, she shows up and is like... Yeah. This does have me really excited for his new Star Wars. <laughs> or how about when he was randomly like a Starfleet commander uh, in in uh, the Star Trek movie oh, too? Yeah. For Medea yeah. to instead be up there would have been spectacular. Uh, yeah. uh, speaking of of uh, Starfleet and such, we had uh, we had a rocket launch today. A successful uh, the first very cool yeah, to watch. first ever successful crewed mission on a, aboard a Falcon Nine, and the first. Uh, First uh, crewed flight, uh, space flight from the United States since 2011. So uh, mm. since the space shuttle program uh, shut down. They were supposed was, to launch yesterday, right? Uh, they were supposed to launch Thursday, and then it got scrubbed for uh, for Water weather days. problems. Yeah. Like, we were down to, I think, 30 minutes out when they finally had to scrub it. Which, and it's can a little you imagine different being the... than the shuttle that they... It's a... Uh, I forget the adjective for it, but it's like an immediate launch where they have the the exact time that like mm-hmm. that minute is the only window you have oh, right uh so if it doesn't happen you have to wait until the next day yeah. that's usually a few days away when the earth's rotation and where the space station is are at the right timing so that you know you actually make it there this is the headpiece to the staff of raw approach uh the sun yes. has to come in at just the right angle to illuminate exactly. and light the rocket engines. 
Yep. Oh. Yeah. And and today from two days ago, I think it was 11 minutes earlier in the day than it was before, because, of course, everything is slowly, you know, shifting in, yeah. in, in, in its timing. But yeah, so they had to get it very precise. And it's cool because when it docks with the International Space Station, it's entirely an automated docking procedure now. You know, historically it used to be a, a person was actually manually on, you know, watching a camera and carefully oh, yeah. nudging the thrusters. I remember all those very tense scenes from movies and TV shows. Yeah, exactly. So now the whole thing is just, it's straight up automated. And it's really cool because they've got, they're also for the first time wearing the brand new, uh, the brand new suits, which, which are way... look really cool. They yeah. look so much more, just way lower profile, really sleek. They, right. Like it, it looked like legit sci-fi. It was pretty cool. Yeah, they look like they belong in a sci-fi film. They also look like they're actually potentially comfortable, or at least yeah. way more comfortable, way more maneuverable. They look, you know, and and they were just—I remember when they revealed them because they were these were designed. You know, they actually had a fashion designer involved in designing them. Obviously, function matters, but you know, Elon Musk's big thing is, hey, we're going to be using these things for a long time. We want spaceflight to be sexy, so let's make it look cool. Super. This is what we call a make it work. Now, you're all going to have a big opportunity today. All right? You have the rest of today to finish your spacesuits. You're going to take them out there. And this is going to be the first runway walk we've done in outer space. So I don't want you to feel pressure. But if those seams aren't completely perfect, the people will actually just explode in space. Their, their blood will boil first. Uh, and then their bodies will freeze, and then they will literally pop in space. But I have faith in all of them. What episode did we go over airtight seeming? Uh, that, that's a great... It was uh, 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 1024. And how did we feel about the chiffon, okay? I, I This was really important to me that we go with chiffon, and I just wanted to make sure, because I know there was some pushback on it, but I think it's going to be vital to the ensemble. As long as it's a hermetically sealed chiffon, I think I think we'll be able to make that work. Oh, it's got to breathe. It's got to breathe. Um, my 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 design was a two piece. Um, it's it's a two piece. Mm. I don't think I don't think I can go forward. I had a well, the, the contract you signed. The contract you signed says that your design will be used on television. So we will have to use the design. In his defense, that you it was beautiful design. Very yes. beautiful. Yes. Sexy. Oh, and it's sleek. Okay. It is sleek. I mean, and it's bright. I am a fashion designer, so I, I, as a fashion designer, I do have an underlying hatred of women. So I think I'm still willing to go with my midriff design. Now, oh, oh, yes. I just want to uh, little, 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 little design question here. Uh, we've got a lot more space out in space. You know, a lot of more room to fill. So uh-huh. are, we're cool with glitter again. That's okay. Uh, yes, yeah, but... I'm, we're not worried about polluting space with glitter? No, j- just know that if it comes off in the ship, it could uh, it could move into any of the instruments. Uh, I'm talking about would... glitter, so yes, it's absolutely going to do that. Yes. But we could focus on the glitter on the, the EVA suits, because they have to, you know, when they, when they leave the, the ship... You know, and I think it's going to be a beautiful look because, of course, space is very sparkly already with all the stars. So oh I'm thinking God. we put sequins all over very the EVA suits. They go out there and you know they, they, they shine as bright as the stars. Mm-hmm. That's right. You, you want to burn bright, but not this? literally. How about this? We replace solar panels with sequins. Hmm? Oh. oh.
I mean, it's innovative. Oh, so you're trying to dress the ship now, too? This is thoughtful. This is big. Oh, I'm not trying. We're thinking too small with the people. Look out window. Look at launch pad. <gasps> huh? You already did it! Of course I already did it. I'm amazing, world-renowned fashion It's dazzling. Yeah. Oh, it's a little... It's it's bright. Mm. It's... Oh, it's a little blinding. I... I Ah, oh, you're thinking big. I always think big. I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm not a scientist. Uh, I'm not an astronomer. Um, Who is? Who is? Exactly. None of us. Exactly. But what I do know, what I do know is inspiration. And what you've done today inspires me. Maybe it won't generate electricity that will power the oxygen in the life support system. Oh, definitely not. But you know what else supports life? Art. And what you've done today, sir, is art. I thank you. My work here is done. Uh, I take my leave. You, you may. You may. You, you earned it. Houston, we have a design. Oh, and I see. <laughs> I get you. From movie. From movie with astronauts. Tom, Tom Hanks. He, he said the name of our show. He said the name of our show. <laughs> Mid-roll reads... At this end of the podcast, we actually like to introduce some new uh, up-and-coming sponsors for our program. Today's uh, mid-roll read is brought to you by the one and only Michael Hyman. Uh, uh, all right. So our first sponsor, Space Stamps. You know, you might have, you might want to use stamps, but we're going into space. And with Space Force and all the big things happening in space, don't you want to communicate to those people out there? Send letters to the field of your loved ones on the front lines of the new frontier, space. We already know your internet's going to be slow, so why not do it a little slower when you know it'll get there? Space stamps. When you need to send a letter, forge into the future the old-fashioned way. Space stamps. You know what, guys? I'm going to go ahead and play that other commercial we've got. Oh, great. Yeah. During this difficult time, we've seen how hard life can be for all of us. From people on the front line, to those of you who are working at home, to our smallest children. But it's not just out there what's going on with the coronavirus. It's also our society at large. Racism is still in the streets. Confusion in our political situation. And it's essentially time for us to realize in a moment like this, we as Americans are all completely fucked and that's why we here at store brand ice cream would like to say we're here for you we offer high caloric value in large quantities at a price even unemployment benefits will pay for store brand ice cream we're completely fucked at least you can pretend you're happy for 15 minutes that was touching i gotta tell you it's it's really it's nice when the businesses remind us that they're in this with us because <laughs> uh, we're we're all in this together. And, you know, when I know that that GM is uh, is re- is thinking of me personally and, and, and wants me to know that they're uh, uh, they're 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 there for us at a time like this. And if, if we want to buy a car, they will gladly sell us that car. My favorite was back in March when Macy's told me this was an emergency before the federal government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they were selling all of their own stock off as fast as they could yeah, then, too. right. What's irritating me even more now is the uh, Jeep Chrysler did a commercial 
uh, early on, saying something like, uh, uh, in these uncertain times, we're here for you uh, until we can get back on the road again. And then lately, just in the past like week, two weeks, uh, since the national narrative has just like decided to buy into Trump's wines to reopen the country, they now have this commercial that's like the same footage, but a new voiceover just saying, engines are restarting. Park is shifting to, park is shifting to drive. And while you get back out there and reopen, Jeep is here for you. And it's just, uh, it's just this, like, everyone's just decided, like, you know what, we're over it. I literally can't even with this virus anymore, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm, I've been, uh, seeing so many people I know, I mean, on Facebook, so I'm not seeing anyone, mm-hmm. uh, post and like, like seeing certain people slowly go off the deep end. And it's, that's been the most depressing seeing people that you think might've been irrational or, or intelligent, just fucking completely lose their mind. Yeah. And, I think a bunch of us have at least one person in common who we've had to remove from our Facebook feed who, <laughs> yeah. who went just deep into the QAnon. Yeah, oh yeah. That's Ooh. the craziest one entirely that I've seen. But like I, this guy I used to work with at a camp who's like totally going toward the, Oh, this isn't a real virus. Under this we're like not quite saying pandemic, but I've seen that word from other people, but like not fully going there, but like, trying to have a like discussion and I'm like, well, this is why this is the problem. This he says, what about this is the moment I completely lost respect. What about what if you rebreathe your own CO2 in your mask? Oh, what? Like, nope. Done. But, done. I, You're uh, as if no one has ever worn a mask. People legitimately think that's a problem. The, uh, the, my favorite. Uh, my, I feel like I've talked about this. Before. My, my favorite version of seeing that on social media was an idiot. I went to high school with, uh, posting a thing about like this whole coronavirus is so overblown. Like, don't let the, you know, don't let the media like scare you into this. And then another person I went to high school with, the first comment was great. I'll let my dad know he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like, that was the end of the conversation. Super. Hey man, what's up? Listen, uh, I know I see you wearing the mask over there. I, I, I gotta tell you, it, 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 there's no point, okay? All right? Look, I got I got the hookup, okay? All right? I got this taken uh, care sir, of. As, as your scuba instructor, <laughs> I should let you know you're gonna also need to wear a mask. No, 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 no. Listen to me. I know, I know you, I know you're the instructor. I know you think you're all smart. You know, you got this expertise, but expertise is overrated, okay? Sir, Listen. you didn't have to come all the way to Catalina just to do this. All right? Listen, you're... You I did because I gotta prove please. myself. Just put the mask. Oh Jesus! No, it's fine. Listen, listen. I don't need a mask because I drink my own urine. Okay. What, uh, uh, sir? That that has nothing to do with uh, a self-contained underwater breathing. No, it's a cure-all. Anyway. Okay. No, this is it is it is God's nectar. Okay. And all right, all you have to do, you drink your own urine. It solves every medical condition. I don't got cancer. All right. I don't have AIDS, and I've I have had sex with a lot of people unprotected. Still don't have the AIDS, but I drink urine, so it'll solve any problem. Um, sir, uh, look, let me check. Gary, according to your paperwork here, according to um, my, that's Gary, what I wrote down because I want to play it safe. So you don't know what my name is, but we'll go with Gary for today. Fine, Gary. If I'm gonna let you get into this water, 
You have to be asked, okay? It's not just a matter of keeping you safe, but if you're struggling and drowning in this water, I have to turn my attention away from the other people on Scubotic's scuba adventure, all right? As so, the scuba instructor is talking, Gary is pouring fish blood over his body. Sir, <laughs> sir, sir, is that catch? Oh, God, that smells terrible. Oh, oh. It, it, it's supposed to smell terrible. <laughs> if it smelled good, it wouldn't be doing its job, all right? Look, okay. I got this. Sir, this, this wards that, off everything. Fish... Yeah, yeah, you got no, it. That's, it's fish going, blood. that's going to attract sharks. Okay. So All we're right. in very shallow waters. Nurse sharks prowl this area. They're normally not dangerous unless they're incited with blood. But by the principles of homeopathy, you gotta understand that like cures like. So, all right, if the thing that attracts sharks is blood, is fish blood, if I wear the fish blood, it will in fact protect me from the sharks, okay? All right, you gotta, okay. you gotta can't keep up with me here, all right? Keep up with modern, uh, well, not so much modern. This is ancient stuff. This is, these are ancient yeah. ideas that yeah. go back easily 100 years. So I can talk to you about all of those people who started believing in this stuff 100 years ago. You know what all those people have in common? They're all dead now, okay? So homeopathy, it doesn't work. That's why no one has over overdosed on homeopathic drugs. That's because it's, it's because safe. they do nothing. No, ah. it's because they do nothing. You can overdose on any, sir, I'm sorry. You know what, sir? I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to work with these other, these other folks here who are, are more than willing to oh, adjust the mask, but I cannot they're, let you They're called look. sheep, all right? That's what they're called is sheep. I'm sorry, so, so thank you for your You can't even understand them, all right? I, no, I can understand him. I'm a very experienced scuba instructor. What he's saying is he's not going to let your unintelligence keep him from having a good experience in the water. Thank you, sir, for understanding. I know, closed-minded individuals are the things that are preventing all of us from moving forward, not just in this experience, but also as a country. Thank you for your wisdom. It's a shame Gary can't understand that. <laughs> well, I think structural change would help. And perhaps if it wasn't a black instructor talking to him, he wouldn't feel the need to push back so hard. But I think Gary's got other issues along with his racism. Whoa, whoa. Okay, now you now you want to bring race into this, all right? You want to make this a racial issue. See, it's people like you who make everything about race. Yes, it is. Black people in this country, everything about race. You know what? You know, you're right. Thank you. Gary has a White Lives Matter facial tattoo. You know what? Uh, Josh, uh, Gary, Josh has an idea. Josh suggests that you get in the water first and sp a bit, and we'll join you in about 30 minutes. That's a great. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I, again, I am, I am totally into this. I am going in. You, should I just, just jump in right now? Yes, thank you, Josh, for letting Gary lead by example. Oh, that's thank great. You. All right, yeah. You know, I'll lead you sheep. I will lead you sheep right to the slaughter. <laughs> but literally, no, you know, figuratively speaking. No, you will be no leading us to die. the slaughter. All right. It's fine, I'll Gary. I'll see you all in there. I'm sure the water's warm. All right. Josh, can you just pop your mask off for Did you want to tell him there was a shark? <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Josh? <laughs> There's a shark. He just yeah. jumped right in. Yeah, just right just directly into the mouth. I, and Josh, I want to say thank you so much. Uh, it's all cool, and I appreciate everything you said, but uh, I don't know that I can die with you. You didn't say a word about intersectionality. So. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh.
I wish uh, that my character of Gary had uh, actually been um, at all remotely an absurd caricature. And not, in fact, just basically pulled straight from our current <laughs> reality. Not the attorney general. <laughs> right. Boy. The weird oh. intersection of, like, racists and, like, New Age Unitarians is really troubling. Ooh. Like. Um, <laughs> uh, troubling, not necessarily uncommon. I, I guess I mean, <laughs> I mean, open racists and New Age Unitarians. Like, you know, it used to be it was... Uh, white people who wouldn't admit they were racist had essential oils, and white people who would uh, had camel and machine guns. And now, somehow, there are essential oil-smelling machine guns. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you're if you've uh, been following all the stuff in Utah, but it's like now the essential oil capital of like the whole religious essential oil thing. I've been seeing a lot of like high school leftovers from my Christian days. Uh, very much touting the essential oils, and that is a, a hotbed of racism. Uh, it's it's impressive how like suddenly when it's like oh it's not something hippies did, it's something Jesus used to anoint people with. Suddenly it's like oh well then cool cool we're into it too. I'll take some lavender and some uh, some sandalwood. I wonder how much of that comes from the fact that uh salt lake city is at least was i don't know because i i I did a few i did a few filming projects in salt lake city when i was a kid and at the time it was uh it was a massive wiccan community like there was a huge it was one of the largest wiccan communities it was also like at the time it was the second largest gay lesbian community in the united states like there's a lot of weird stuff going on and i I, I should say closeted right well no no like openly so like that was the thing it was it was almost like this this counterculture thing there was a lot of hippie stuff there like this uh this is area um uh, it was eighth and eighth was really just uh, a huge for uh, for uh, hippie shops. There were a lot of vegan restaurants in that area. So there's a certain counterculture Jet, element. That would mean for them to take something from the Wiccans and make it theirs. That would violate, you know, the Christian ethics because that would mean the Christians would have to take something that used to belong to a pagan culture and then rebrand it and try to turn it into something Christian. You mean and like who's ever heard of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is like. Never happened to any of their holidays or celebrations or religious figures ever. No. Yeah. Super. All right, guys. We can make this meeting super fast. Uh, you know, let's just all get a consensus and then we just call it a day. Uh, this product is super simple. It smells like cedar. It comes from a mist. We'll just call it cedar mist. Call it a day unless anybody has any objections. Well, I mean, they grow cedars in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Why don't we call it Sierra mist? Okay, well, another mist, another name for mist is spray, so we can call it Sierra Spray, and then we've got the alliteration going. Well, uh, when I go to the ocean, I get sprayed with water. I think we should call it Ocean Spray. Okay. Like, we know that our demographic is mostly uneducated white males uh, who play a lot of games and just uh, like aggression. So I'm thinking Sierra Nevada, like the mountains, mist. Mountain cum. Well, see, oh, see, I was thinking. I, I was thinking. You know, comes a little, eh, 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 you know, where it's going. We we want the, we don't want the religious market. So I feel like a good euphemism for cum might be like dew, maybe. So maybe we could go like Mountain Dew here, guys. I just want to point out. I don't just, know. No, it sounds like he's pitching a like disgusting 
thing that you would never want to drink. So let's just call it monster. No, no, no. I, I think we want to go with that idea of being like a big creature from the woods. So something like big foots or something like that, you know? Like something that's like a big footprint of like ideas, you know? When, of course, you know, really a, a foot is a euphemism, especially when they're large, for, for a penis. So we'll just big dick. I think oh, we landed back on monster, monster come. I think we're, I think we're back to monster come. I know. Whoa, this whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey! Enough input out of you. You wanted to call it cedar mist. Cedar mist. You got better ideas. Who are we selling that to? Come on, come on. We're selling to manly men. And if there's one thing manly men want to drink, it's monster come. <laughs> it is. But you know what? I don't need you know no homo and everything. Is what my boys no say, okay? No uh, no so I don't know that I'd want to actually be like drinking a can that says "come" on it. But how does monster come come out in a surge? We call it surge. Oh, I like it. And I the mean, can can be shaped like a dick. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Because what's manlier than a dick? Yeah, what's manlier than a dick? Get Maybe a big, get a big dick in your hands, and like you are a man at this point. Well, I know when I have been bested, sir. Take the dry erase board marker. You are now leader of the group. Surge it is. Good day. Wait, 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 wait. Squirt. Oh. <laughs> scene. Scene. Uh. <laughs> uh, I just learned that Cactus Cooler is essentially dead, and that makes me very sad because it's my favorite soda. Yeah, it only exists now in California and nowhere else in the entire country. Oh, well, I'm okay and with that. And it's really? basically that's like its last its last survival point, and it, it's going to be gone oh. soon. I looked for it online, and there was like a twelve pack on sale for like thirty bucks. I was like, "Well, that's what? that's not happening." Oh man, that that's really depressing. Steven, way to drop the hammer on Squirt, man. That was, <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> what, I, what I love about all that is like I don't think that started as a beverage. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, you guys, you guys moved so fast on that. Like, I didn't even get to call out the pattern that we were doing. Like, was... <laughs> yeah, I have no game. What I had no idea what your game initially was hoping to be, but like where we went was was off the rails in, a, in the best way. I uh, I switched to. I never ever thought I'd be able to make this switch, um, but I, I switched to uh, uh, diet or zero zero sugar uh, drinks. Uh, oh God, I did it year. so long ago. Yeah, yeah, it was Humble really. Brag. I never thought I could I'm do sad it. Sad about it. It's like it, it. It all the artificial sweeteners tasted like liquid metal death to me. Um, and I, I finally reached this point where I think it was it was one of the zero sugar. Oh, it was Coca-Cola, uh, Coke Cherry Zero Sugar. That one's really good. That was the first one I found where the flavors just it masked it just enough that I was OK with it. And having read as much as I had recently about like hard effects of drink of and taking too much sugar and everything else. Plus, I was just trying to lose some weight. I thought, OK, the easiest thing I can do is try to reduce sugar drinks. I'm not going to go crazy on the rest. I'll still eat sweets and everything else. But if I can just kind of cut out sugar drinks, maybe I'll feel a little bit better. And I slowly started transitioning. And I finally recently, re recently reached the point where I can drink diet drinks like no problem. It doesn't it doesn't bother me anymore and occasionally i'll drink a sugar drink and have that that effect other people have told me they have where it tastes a little too sweet 
No, Jet, you seem like the person who, or actually several of you guys, seem like the type uh, of people, don't take this in a bad way, who know why things are, like, the difference between, like, diet and the zero and what it is that makes it, but, like, personally, I can't stand still the diet versions, but, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't drink a Diet Coke or a Diet Pepsi, but, like, the Coke Zero or Zero Sugar or the Pepsi, now it's Zero Sugar as well, but it was Pepsi Max, I like those. Yeah, What's it's mostly marketing, but oftentimes <laughs> it's because it's the Splenda versus NutraSweet or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. sucralose. It's primarily yeah. sucralose is what, and and they'll mix them like like a uh, Diet Mountain Dew is a mix of the two. My wife is super picky on flavors of things, um, so for her, there's very few that she can tolerate. But Diet Mountain Dew is one. But yeah, I think the zero sugars tend to lean heavily on sucralose over aspartame, and aspartame is definitely way less tolerable. Wow, am I the only? square who stopped drinking soda like over a decade ago yeah smart one i actually i i did i quit drinking soda when i was in college because i had a roommate who found out he was diabetic and then i heard him parrot what his doctor said about like oh you can have a coca-cola you just can't eat any sugar for the next six months i was like "Eh." (laughs) Um, but then i started (laughs) drinking soda again after uh after i had a kid that was when i discovered that the only way anyone is alive is by drinking caffeine 24 hours a day straight. <laughs> and so that, that, that was a new medical fact for me. So now, now I'm back to drinking caffeinated sodas. See, that's what, that's what really gets me. It's like, I don't mind the diet or the, there's two things actually that bother me. The diet or the zero calorie doesn't bother me. What bothers me are the, like the Coca-Cola classic or the diet Coca-Cola that advertises that it's caffeine proof. It's like, you're being a little extra Coca-Cola, like relax. And it's in like a gold can. Like nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody cares for that. Like diet. It's basically like it's brown water. Right. Yeah, yeah. What are we, yeah, what are we doing yeah. at that point? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or I, um, I like, I'm sorry. Will, one more will thing. it still take the corrosion off my car battery? <laughs> yeah. I also, I feel similarly about non-alcoholic beer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't need to exist. There's no point. No, I, I will disagree. Yeah, I, as yeah. someone, I actually have a six pack yeah, in my fridge. As someone who uh, is now a super duper lightweight, I like hanging out, but I also have to go pick up my kid from preschool. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna have that non-alcoholic beer uh, in order to in order to be like, oh, and now I can feel free to get in the car and pick up my kid without showing up at daycare and being like, what do you mean I can't have them? <laughs> I made it here. I do feel like the tagline for O'Doul's should be O'Doul's. There's probably a story there. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just get a new sponsor? I, you, we actually picked up two. In my inbox, I got Odules, and I also got Monster Cum. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. um, I guess the, the other one that kind of gets me is uh, I, can, I can roll with the non-alcoholic beer. What gets on my nerves, though, is like the soda that's only five calories. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Dr. Pepper 10 thing. is like one of my favorites, yeah. though. <laughs> what are we doing? Do you remember the it's, Pepsi One? Yeah. The one calorie? It's it's the just the tip of soda. That's what it is. Well, and, <laughs> and then there's those snacks, the snacks that lo- that advertise like, you know, 10 calories, 70 calories <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And the only reason there's 70 calories or 100 calories is because they put five of the thing in the pa- pack. Like there's five <laughs> chips in there. That is That is all marketing. Yeah, yeah, how is it even possible for a 12 ounces of liquid to only have 
10 calories. Like, I feel like... Well, what you do is, like, if a normal Coke has... If a normal Coke has, you know, 120 calories, you put 10% of a Coke in there, the rest yeah. up with carbonated water, and then you <laughs> sell it to the sheep. Oh, <laughs> my dad, my dad was king sheep then. We would go to the movie theaters. We'd get like the huge giant tub of popcorn that's like in plastic and you get a souvenir. And then he would get like a, uh, like a gallon of Coke and he would do this. Can I get half diet Coke, half regular Coke? Mm-hmm. What's that about? Come on. What do we well, do? I mean, he's like trying to make a change, but not committed all the way. <laughs> yeah. He still misses the taste of old Coke, but he's starting to think a little bit about his choices. But then yeah. why do you have a six pack of O'Doul's? Were there pictures of his old girlfriends in the house? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. If, if as, as we all know, Coca-Cola has an infinite number of calories. So if you pour half Diet Coke in there, you still have an infinite number of calories. My thing about the non-alcoholic beer, though, is like, why do you want to taste, just drink bad beer? Uh, okay, son. All right, we're almost at the halfway point of Terminator. All right? Okay? So once we reach the halfway point, we're going to leave the theater, and we're going to go and see the second half of the Rainbow Bright movie. Oh, okay, I'm d- I just I, I feel like maybe this film is not appropriate for a child of my age and, uh, and, and developmental stage. Well, you're, you're 12, all right? You're, you're 12, so... If we let you see the entire movie Terminator, then that's a little too much for you. So we're just going to cut you off at the halfway point, and we'll see then the most inane childish crap. Uh, go see Rainbow Bright, and it'll even the two out. Hey, asshole, we shouldn't I'm be- trying to watch Terminator. Shut up. I'm trying to parent here. You shut up. So, so what you're saying is, instead of seeing all the way to the end of the movie where the horrible thing is resolved, I'll just see it to where the horrible thing is going to continue forever. Right, the robot will I just mean, keep going around murdering Oh, this is where he turns up. his arm into a blade and cuts that guy in half! All right, don't spoil it for him, all right? Maybe someday he'll be old enough to... S- okay, all oh, right. Oh, look at all <laughs> that blood! Dad, I... Okay, no, it's fine. I, I just... Maybe we could... Maybe we could just... Just leave now. Maybe we just leave now, watch the Rainbow Bright movie, and then, and go from there. No, there's there's about two more minutes left till we reach the official halfway point, and then oh. we'll be exactly half this and half Rainbow Bright. Arnold's naked ass again? Yeah! <laughs> See, these are the formative memories you're going to have. Did that right? robot just have a stroke? No, that's just, it's, that's, just, that's just how he talks. Really? It's a normal thing. Wait, why would it a robot have an accent? Thing. That doesn't even make well, sense. These are the questions... That might get answered for you in the second half of the movie if we stuck around. Spoiler, they're not going to be, but they could be, but it's fine, okay? You'll, you'll... Hey, y- hey, hey, are you talking to this movie and you've seen it before? I have. I saw it ahead of time so that I knew exactly what I was putting my son through. All right? That's what a good parent does, all right? A good parent properly, properly reviews all the material before he pu- he lets his kids see it. Hey, can you, can you, can you spoil something from me? We're going to see any tits in this? We're not. Not that I recall. All right, there better be more blood. You, sir, are shitting all over the work of James Cameron. Oh, come Shut on. Up. This guy's going to make nothing but flops for the rest of his career. Look at this piece of crap. Yeah, this guy's going nowhere. I'll admit that it, it does seem like somebody whose ability to write dialogue is that terrible and whose budgets are this bloated, his career is going to go down like some kind of shit. Yeah, no one's ever going to give this guy more money. This is it. So that's why I'm saving you the rest of this, all right? Okay? 
So we'll go over there. We're gonna see some uh, some rainbows and some brightness, and like that's about you know. I think there was a, there's a little flurry white guy. I don't know. But we're gonna hey, see hey, that. Hey, uh, a directorial question. Do you think maybe Cameron would be better if like he had someone like if he was behind them and they were like doing it in his place, like uh, I don't know, some kind of like surrogate or other words for that thing that a maybe puppet that master of some part some sort where someone else is pulling the strings but he's just uh he's just acting out the actions on their part oh or vice versa you know like he's you know like they're they're like you know the figurehead of the thing but it's you know somebody kind of come in wave their arms sort of bend the air around for him Hmm, this is an interesting idea. You know, so, so some sort of pe- people, uh, I don't know. I, at that point, I feel like no one's going to believe it if they look like human beings, though. So, like, uh, you got to, you know, dress them up funny and put them in funny colors, you know, like Smurfs or something. We should see the Smurf movie. Maybe we'll see the Smurf movie instead of Rainbow Bright. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, all right, whatever Cameron does, all right? The truth is within the storytelling, all right? And if you can't figure out how to make these lies on screen feel true, it's all going to be a bunch of garbage, Okay. Um, sir. Now go see your Rainbow Bright movie. I I had to stop the film and turn the lights on because you were being disruptive, and now I'm gonna have to ask you and your son to yeah. leave because you're planning on stealing movie viewing. Hey, no, we paid for a full movie and we saw half of this one. We're gonna see half of the other one. It seems like a, we're we're getting our our money's worth. Hey, movie stooge, hang on. You said something really intriguing. You talked about a Smurf movie. There's no Smurf movie. Are you from the future? Yeah, we're not playing Smurfs. They're just Dad. a cartoon. Dad, oh, I'm just oh, I'm I saying think it's Rainbow Bright was just a TV You're show before it became now, a buddy. movie. Dad, it, it, yeah. it's time we tell them. You're busted now. It's time we tell the truth. All right. Judgment Day is here. Okay. All right. I'll tell you the truth. I'm from the future. Um, sir, if you're Where's a Terminator, you German have to accent? tell us. That's the law. It's are not true. A, that's a that's a, a myth. That's a myth that we spread to keep from people catching us. All right, we can okay. we can lie okay, to you folks, all we want. You can relax. He's not a Terminator. Wait, I'm here to you, kill James Cameron. Are you one of the German Terminators or one of the Liquid Terminators? Oh, that's going to be the end theme music to this episode. <laughs> that would be a nice close. Like, just end it on that with a... Yeah, and I can edit out all of this talking I'm doing right now and just yeah. let your guys' music go. Get away from her, you bitch! Guys, do you think we can get the, the rights to the Terminator soundtrack to, to be the uh, the music for our episode? Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, last season and this season has definitely had some music that has been very Terminator-esque, and it really, it feels really good for the, uh, the episodes. Uh, quick, very unimportant side question to Jet. Yeah. Um, I stopped that show once Homegirl got superpowers. Uh-huh. I, like, watched the first episode where she was, like, Earthquake Hands or whatever. Yeah, Quake. And it became something where it was like, hey, guys, remember the Inhumans? Everyone please forget about the Inhumans. Is it worth picking up that show again? Because I heard it was good. It really like, is. Oh, yeah. the whole, the whole the, season with Ghost Rider is great. The, the beauty of the show is once once they really start to accept the fact that they're the black sheep of the MCU and they don't have to tie into the films, 
they start just having fun. And so the last, especially I'd say the last three or four seasons, they've just started getting creative and doing fun stories and really okay. complex story arcs. The characters are really fun. Coulson's always fun, but the other characters start to fill out better too. Uh, and they just, they start playing with wacky, like they have an entire episode that is a, uh, a play off of, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Um, nice. they do some really weird stuff. They have a few action sequences that are some really amazing first person fight sequences. They just start having fun with the show and, uh, yeah, it got really, like, obviously that first season was super weak because they were waiting for their tie-in to Winter Soldier. A lot of the fight choreography with May is really good, too. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Really good. Yeah, May yeah, Not Win is, is fantastic. fantastic. But yeah, Quake herself, like, you know, she is a part of the cast, and most of them don't have superpowers. You know, you start yeah. picking, like, Yo-Yo has certain about inhuman abilities. There's a couple that do. Um, but overall, it's mainly it's character driven, and also yeah. it starts getting the the plots start getting really intricate and and, and complex. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not quite sure what happened at the end of last season or most of last season. I'm a little confused. But it was cool. definitely it was confusing, but they mostly just had fun. That was the the multiverse one, right? With the yeah big dude and the alternate Coulson. Yeah, right. and well, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. Right. I actually am going to go ahead and bounce just in case I wind up wanting to have any of this because uh, it's also it's time for me to go parent again. Yep. No, it's a good time for us to end the show, too. We are uh, we're at the hour mark. Yeah. So Thanks guys, this was fun. Uh, thank you guys for for coming together with all of us. I'd say for joining me, but for joining one another. Uh, this was super fun. Anything anyone wants to uh, promote before we go? Because, of course, you all have a lot of. Uh, You've got some some uh, some stage shows, some stand up uh, routines coming up. You know, you've all got some some big stuff. To... Uh, don't forget to eat pod chicken and drink Monster Com. Thank you. Ew. All right. Well, thank you all, and we'll see you uh, in a couple weeks. I don't believe anything's on. Oh my time. I kick the door. Just so I could move on Okay, I know it's not good, but it's not that bad.